So let's focus in on the sermon. I remember marches uh, in, in, uh, in all of my life, and marches are very important to us. And especially, I remember in elementary school, when I joined in cop walks to end hunger, I marched in the school parades to show school pride. And as an adult and as a parish priest, I marched in town parades, Christmas parades, St. Patty's parades, Thanksgiving Day parades, Martin Luther King Day parades, and even in Westerly, Columbus Day parades. These marches help our town and city and communities to know that our church sees itself as a part of the larger community. In all those marches, both I and the people walking with me felt we were part of something larger, something greater than ourselves. Whether it was ending hunger or showing a larger community that our church walks with them to build a joyful and better community. Marches help to energize and give people a sense of what is possible. Marches also help us to see that we are part of a community, giving us a sense of belonging. When you're marching in a parade, you get the sense of being known and knowing others. On those marches, I knew I was not alone. I belonged with others who knew me and others I knew. And in this experience of marching, together there's a joy in the fellowship. Yes, marches bring people together, helping people to share a vision of hope. Holy Scripture is filled with stories of marches. Some are hopeful and some less. But these marches, but in all of these marches, there's a sense of community. We know that we're not alone. And the hopeful ones are grounded in enthusiasm for a changed and better world. But we know marches for change don't always end well. The march that Jesus and his disciples enthusiastically engaged in would inevitably beat resistance and backlash. We've seen it in our recent history. The civil rights marches, the march on Tiananmen Square, the women's march in Washington, the Arab Spring marches in the Middle East. Hope and optimism for change is often met with resistance, and sometimes it's even violent. But the movement for change doesn't end with the march, though. History shows us that it's only the beginning. On Palm Sunday, Jesus led a march into Jerusalem, stoked with positive feelings for the future. And although the holy march seemed to end with ferocious anger, when the multitudes disappeared and all that was left was a solitary figure marching the following Friday, carrying a heavy cross to his death, evidence that even the most holy efforts can die. But Jesus, the leader of our march on Palm Sunday, knew the fickle nature of crowds and the politics of power systems. He knew even before he rode on that unridden cult into Jerusalem that there would be resistance and perhaps even death. But Jesus trusted in God. And that is the good news. God can be trusted not to leave us alone in our holy marches.
and to ultimately make things right. Jesus showed us, his disciples, that some causes are holy and benefit all of humanity. And some causes are worth dying for. To participate in some marches is a risky act of love. For us Christ followers, we too must decide what causes are worth marching for. If we decide to truly follow our Lord, and then we too must pick up and carry our cross. Because in the words of Christ, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For the burden of the cross is the burden of love leading to the kingdom of God for all. May you, my fellow disciples, find the courage to follow our Lord in his march. Amen.